Welcome to Creative FM, the Creative Leaders Podcast with Ivo Gabrovich, where Ivo speaks to designers, makers, and interesting brain workers from across the world to hear their stories and discuss creativity. If you are looking for inspiration to boost your own creative business, this podcast is your own supersonic aircraft. So take your seats and enjoy the trip through the fascinating secrets of success of outstanding creatives. Bon voyage. Hi, Ivo here again and welcome to Creative FM's fifth episode. Today we interview the graphic design juggernaut Aaron Draplin who runs Draplin Design Company DDC. Known for his work for clients like Nike, Ford or Barack Obama, I particularly like his huge number of self-commissioned projects like the Space Shuttle poster series and the Field Notes, as well as his incredible number of speaking engagements that he calls speaking fiascos. And just like he does in his famous talks, we covered a whole bunch of different topics, for instance, finding energy, working as a full-time employee versus working on your own, the space shuttle and Soyuz rockets, handling too many emails, and much more. It was actually a real pleasure for me talking with Aaron in the backyard of Haus der Kultur in der Welt at a Typo Berlin conference, since Aaron is a real inspiration for me in terms of passion. I hope he can inspire you too with his rather explicit words of wisdom. But if you need more than just words to get inspired, check out his book Pretty Much Everything under ddcbook.com, his field notes under fieldnotesbrand.com and all the gorgeous merch he's selling under draplin.com. But first, let's get into the Berlin Tiergarten and listen to Aaron James Draplin. How's life treating you? Life's pretty damn good right now. Yeah. I mean, it's a little fast. May is the go talk about yourself month, you know. So I really took advantage of it. And uh, I've been to San Francisco twice this month. I went to uh, London, England. Uh, we'll come here. And then next week is London, Ontario. And then Birmingham, England. So uh, a lot of miles in May. But that's the month. June, I'll go back to my normal pace of just... You because know, Lee, every my girlfriend Lee, every week it says, "Where are you going this week, asshole?" You know, talk about yourself. And I said, "Well, I'm going to Lubbock, Texas, or whatever it is." You know, so very surreal. And you know, June and July and August, I'll just be home working on a new studio in my backyard. But you know, since that book came out, something that was never supposed to happen. It's been two incredible years promoting it, talking about it, celebrating it. Um, freaking out that it was that it ever even happened, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I just did an interview with a kid where I told him I said, you know, if the book never happened or or people cared what I did or do, or I still had a good life. I still enjoyed what I did. I still made enough money. So all of this stuff is like icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. You know, the cake was figured out a long time ago how to make a living, how to enjoy it, mm -hmm. and now it just keeps on, you know. The frosting is about two feet deep, mm -hmm. a little shitty cake. So, you know, it, it's been pretty cool. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm going a little too fast. i got to slow down just a little bit, you yeah. know. And, yeah, I was wondering yeah. about that. Uh, uh, you, but you, you work so much and you travel so, so mm -hmm. often, but your energy still seems like, like perpetual. How do you make sure there's enough energy left? Well, right. I mean, you know, what if I just died right now? I mean, I've been going so fast. But, you know, I mean, a lot of this is, you know, kind of becomes... Uh, 
you know, I'm I'm working here. I'm on the job, and to talk to all those kids and and show them my stuff was what a, what an incredible privilege. And and how could I ever be tired of that? You know, uh, I I didn't expect this stuff. So for, to be able to go and do this and share all this shit with people is really cool. And you find that energy, and you know, and um, you know, you have to understand. Every time I'm going to one of these things, I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop. You know, which is like, you know, I get a letter from, you know graphic design and it just says you're done you know sign Milton Glazer you know <laughs> you're done you're out you had your six or seven years that's it because <laughs> I keep waiting for that shit because you know uh, th- this certainly was ever the pursuit to go and, and, and be a thing mm-hmm. I was just excited to make you know to make work and make a living mm-hmm. you know so all this stuff has been really fun and charming and exciting uh, and exhausting mm-hmm. but you know it's my one shot. And yeah. I've, I've, I've really taken advantage of it. It's been awesome. And uh, when you don't travel, how does a normal workday look like for you? Oh, uh, I don't know. Probably out of bed around 8.30, down to the shop by about 9.30. Um, work all day, home by about 7.30, sometimes 10, 11, 12. <clears throat> But it doesn't feel like work, you know? I mean, there's no hours. Like, I, you know, it goes till five, and we start at nine, and we go till, you know, none of that shit. I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at turning it off a little earlier because, frankly, I just saved everything. And how much do you even need in your bank account, you know? I mean, if there's no time to spend it, why even keep working more? Because I got enough to, I don't need, I'm not going to go, you know, buy a big, you know, boat or, or some extra cabin or, or, you know, another home. No, I have a little life, a little set of, uh, you know, needs, and I've got my budget covered. So I'm learning to enjoy that security. I'm just not used to it. That's just not what it's like from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep working until you die, you know, or something. So, you know, to go on vacation or, you know, sort of holiday or something, I'm not used to that shit. I'm just not used to that. I'm not, I don't know how to say no, mm-hmm. you know, and to say, by the way, I need more balance in my life. Mm. Oh, he sounds so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, you can't pay your mortgage with balance. You know, so it gets a little weird. But, you know, my girlfriend's good about saying, I see it in your eyes. You just look tired, you know. Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, But that's what is, I mean. It's, not, it's yeah. not about a balance. It's really like, uh, how do you make sure uh, you well, keep, say, you're still healthy, well, right? so, well, there's that. You know, people say, what about, you know, you know, uh, what do you do for fun? It's like... I make logos. Yeah. And then you start to see the mania. Because <laughs> you don't even, you know, well, right, you know. And, you know, we go outside. We do stuff. Mm. We, I'm always moving in the shop and shit. But, you know, yeah. The next phase is to slow it all down. Mm-hmm. Aaron, I, f- I first saw you uh, where, uh, when I sat in an, in an audience at a conference uh, in California a few years back. Uh, and you entered the stage. And uh, after two minutes, I was, I was really blown away. Uh, by your present and your, how I would say, uber American way of. Uh, Which showcasing. one was this? Which one was this? I think it was Typo, yeah. uh, Typo San Francisco 2014 yeah. or so. Okay. Uber and American, huh? That's what I. I'm American. I know, but it's even even more American than usual. Oh, okay. That's at least my impression. And fucking graphic designers are so boring. I mean, sorry. Yeah. But you know, they're fucking graphic designers, man. Some of that shit's, you know, I don't know. I don't think, you know. I don't know. I, I, my influences aren't other graphic designers. My influences are like guys I worked with. And you know, I worked in a factory one mm. summer. I worked up washing dishes in Alaska. Mm. Those are Americans, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I, 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 
I remember the big guy and the little guy and the tough guy and the soft guy. You know, I remember all that shit. Mm-hmm. And I was around that before I was around a bunch of numb nut graphic designers, you know. Who, yeah, but, but also yesterday, yeah. yesterday in your presentation, there's, there's everything there. That's what I mean with American. There's, yeah. there's suspense, there's uh, drama. There's, I was even crying when you talk about your dad, you know. Family. Uh, yeah, family yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's fun, there's yeah, everything. Yeah. And this is really, really awesome. Uh, but what would you say? What what makes for a great presentation? Are there some secret ingredients? Well, it's it's. I would say trying to get everything in the universe in there. Mm-hmm. You know, not just one direction. Which is here's my portfolio. Mm-hmm. Next, next, next. Yeah. Not want to show you where I fuck up, mm-hmm. where I do well, mm-hmm. where I'm scared, where I'm not scared, mm-hmm. where I'm sad, mm-hmm. where I'm happy as shit, where I'm proud, where I'm ashamed, mm-hmm. you know, and I try to answer all that stuff because it's the truth. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm thinking in my brain and I want to share it. I want to show, I want to be pissed off at Don Trump. I'm pissed off mm-hmm. and I want to show how instead of just being mad, mm-hmm. I used my mouse finger and my creative efforts to creatively fuck with those guys. Mm-hmm. So that kind of stuff. And it's like, I'm proud. That's no money. There's no money in that. There's no accolades or awards or any of that shit. Not that that shit means anything anyway. Mm-hmm. But I just want to show the range of stuff that I'm trying to you know, chewing on, which is I'm at a typography conference mm-hmm. and I got to show a typeface. But is it a good typeface? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It works for me. But, you know, in a place that's like, you know, there's a whole business around the tiniest of minute changes of this cut of Garamond. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I'm not that. So yeah. can I even, are they even interested? Why well, a lot of kids come and say they had a good time? But I'm terrified up there because I know where we're at. And I know the crowd. Mm-hmm. I know what Speakerman's about, you know. Um, I know that kind of intense German precision, mm-hmm. you know. So I just want to go up there and just be loose because mm-hmm. that's exactly how I get to be with my buddies or my even my clients anymore, you know. You know, My work might not be as good, but I hope it's fun to listen to. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I hope they like the, the, the logos and all the junk, you know, but it's like, I just want them to enjoy one little shitty perspective mm-hmm. of what this stuff can be. Mm-hmm. We know what the what it is and, and kind of what the norms are, mm-hmm. but I love being on the edge of that shit because yeah. I know I am, you know? Yeah. I haven't met another one of me yet. That's for sure. <laughs> me neither. God, so I hope another one exists. So gross. <laughs> See him on the plane tomorrow, just like sweating like me. Yeah, yeah try to sleep as much as possible. <laughs> oh, I, I'll be back in that room tonight. I'm gonna take a walk across the city here and, you know, see the gate and and cruise around a little bit and and and, and go find a record store or something, and then uh, and I'm going to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, see, you know, when I, when I go to these on these shows, where my age catches up with me. Mm-hmm. They expect that I'm gonna, you know, go drink. Mm-hmm. I don't even drink. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm no pillar of health by any stretch, mm-hmm. but I'm not out partying down. They want to take you and party. I want to go to the room and get my my email done. It's embarrassing, but that's what's kept me going all these years is staying on top of that shit and being good with it. You know, and and uh, and that's always surprising to people. They want to go and you know eat barbecue till late, and it's like. I'm just having a salad. Like, it's the saddest <laughs> thing in the fucking world, you know? Like, you know, this, is, this isn't, we're not at the cheat day yet. You know, cheat day is on the week, you know, like, whatever, this kind of shit. So, you know, people expect, like, oh, you're big, and blah, blah, you know, it's like, no. I, I don't, 
I need to go work. Mm-hmm. So the plane ride home tomorrow, you know, I'll try to sleep a little bit, but the plane ride home, it's an opportunity to get a lot done. Mm-hmm. All yeah. the email out of the way, and, you know, and, and enjoy being in this tight little space, like just mm-hmm. confined, because it's such a weird focus for me. That's a privilege in a weird way. It's not mm-hmm. this something I'm just trying to like, like sometimes I don't want to get off the plane because mm-hmm. I'm getting so much shit done. Yeah, yeah. It's like, just focus, you know. I wish you a good flight. Thanks, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> you, you started your career working full-time in a design studio, as much as I know, and after two years you've realized that you've got to jump out. And how could you be sure this was the right decision? Oh, it was absolutely the right decision. Yeah? No more meetings about meetings. No more emails about email. I'm serious. We used to play ping pong all day mm-hmm. and fuck around. Why are we even here? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. why come in at nine o'clock to play ping pong all morning? Because in essence, the, the account manager knows he just needs me from three to five to get my job done. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll come in at three. Yeah. What are we doing? You no, know, we're just sitting around bullshit. You mm-hmm. know, like, oh, try this, try this. It was wasteful. Mm-hmm. And it scared me because... You know, if you weren't assertive enough, you're not going to ever st- step up to that. I started to say, I'm not coming in until 11. Mm-hmm. We're just sitting around anyway. We're sitting having coffee and talking and shit. I'll go sleep in. So, so why did, did it take then two years before Because you I was a good worker. Okay. And you see, the funny part is, I was coming in early and staying late for him. I didn't get more salary. I'm a good worker. Mm-hmm. I took the job thinking that's this is the big job. But the idea is, I told him I'd be there for a couple of years, so I, I, you know, I'm not just going to jump out. That's too uh, risky and flighty, mm-hmm. and not it's not very responsible mm-hmm. to them, you know. Um, I did my two years, and then I put my month in because I just mm-hmm. started, you know, and it has nothing to do with the place I worked. It's just when I left on my own, mm-hmm. I started to see. I had people pulling me aside and saying, "Hey, man, you could do this on your own at your house." You need to be in here. Mm-hmm. You need to be in these meetings and shit. You know, you can do this on your own. And I just, what are you talking about? You, I don't, I, this is this is where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. In the cool place. Mm-hmm. Climbing the ladder. Because, you know, when I was going to leave, they offered me more money. It was like, well, where the fuck was that money a month ago? <laughs> it was It was because they didn't have to pay me. You know, whatever. My first year on my own, I tripled my wage. Wow. Yeah, because I took every job. Mm-hmm. And that, that was in my basement. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. So I started to pay off my house. I started to pay off my school loans. I started, you know, I was debt-free by 2011 or 12. Mm-hmm. All debt. Uh-huh. You know? That wouldn't have happened at the cool studio. Mm-hmm. They pay you just as much as they have to. Not just that place I work. Every place yeah. is like that. When I was on my own, I could take every job. Mm-hmm. And if I want to take some time off, I took the time off. But what no one ever saw was I was in that hotel room working at night. You know, If I wanted to make my own stupid stuff, I made my own shit. And it started to become this snowball to where then a kid likes the hat and he buys the hat himself. You know, So as I explained to Speaker a second ago, it's like when I break my life down now, my life used to be this. Client work, going on the road, selling merch. Now my life, selling merch. Uh-huh talking about myself a shit like this and then Skillshare (laughs) and somewhere grow a little appendage for clients you know it's like nuts Uh what this has all turned into that wouldn't have some animal kingdom going on over there (laughs) like chill out Uh, uh, Fritz whatever Uh, uh, 
the speakerman's dog, some dog named Dog Shit or something. Dog's name is like Ampersand or something. That's real fuck. Speaker, that's real fucking, you know. Umlau, the dog, speakerman's dog. <laughs> you hear what he said when I stood him? He goes, he goes, you're extended, I'm compressed. Hey, you keep it going, I'm going to knock you out. I don't, care. I don't care if you're 80 years old. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god. That's what I always tell Michael. Okay, yeah, but so it seems like <laughs> you'd like to continue what you're doing now. Yeah. Not yeah. start something else. No, I'm going to slow down. I'm just going to slow down. I just don't need to make as much money. You know? mm -hmm. Problem with this stuff is you make a bunch of money from, you know, you pay a lot of taxes. Mm -hmm. And I'm not using it, I'm just paying taxes. Because the funny part is, then you start to think about it. Like my accountant one time, he said, You work this 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 Monday through Friday you're working Saturday and Sunday too but check it out you have to give this much back to Uncle Sam mm -hmm. you don't get those days back so quit fucking doing that he said you work only these days and then you give back two and a half back you know you mm -hmm. give two fingers you know and you get these days for yourself what are you doing you don't get those days back and I just I thought I was doing whatever it took to To, to, to make extra money and, mm -hmm. and get ahead because where I'm from you know my friends don't have these same opportunities so I'm taking them mm -hmm. you know but moving forward it's just not sustainable mm -hmm. I'm 44 years old I want to try new things I want to slow down I want to you know walk the dog I want to you know I want to go meet my friends for um, you know for, for a drink mm -hmm. or you know Like, it sounds so exotic to me to, like, have a different routine. Mm -hmm. Because the routine is get down to that shop and work all day. Mm -hmm. And I love it. I love it. You know, get away with it. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah, I want to I be creative in another way, which is, like, getting healthier or, or seeing my mom more or, you know, being a better boyfriend or whatever. There's a, there's a long list of shit, you know? It's just more like, you know, you get the momentum going on this stuff and it just keeps going. Mm -hmm. And you gotta slow it down because I don't know how to slow it down. You know? mm -hmm. More offers, more Skillshare, mm -hmm. more logos, more things. There's only so much time in a day, and it's, it, when it gets to the point where it's not fun, mm -hmm. I'll know how to pull it back. I'll honor all the things I took off, you know, took on. Mm -hmm. I'll honor all that stuff, but it's just scaring me because I could, I just see where it can just go farther, 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 and farther. I don't need to go any more far. You know, I, I know what my budget is. You know, I, I know what my life requires. Mm -hmm. It's this big. But I'm making this much. Mm -hmm. I don't need to. It's that's just not what we do in America. You know, more, 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 more. Mm -hmm. It's like until you come here, where people have, you know, different kinds of balances. It's it's really attractive to me. It's mm -hmm. different, you know. So you know, I see my nephew a lot more. I'll mm -hmm. say that much, you know. But yeah. but it, it might it must be very difficult to resist the more and more. Approach, of course. Right? Because when you had nothing as a kid, mm -hmm. how do you say no to this stuff now? Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to sound shitty, but it's like, you know, I, I do well. And I have friends who don't do as well. Mm -hmm. and, I can't, and, and then I'm going to say no to this stuff? Mm -hmm. What about these other guys? You know, and, and, you know, what no one ever sees is some of my buddies who don't do very well, I give them money. Mm -hmm. I help them. Because mm -hmm. I'm able to take... It's almost some kind of Robin Hood shit sometimes. I mean, it's very rare. But it's it's more like, what an opportunity, what a dream come true. 
how do well you know I'm just I'm just starting to read I'm just starting to see the writing on the wall which is like if, if this thing turns into something that I have to drag myself to it's not going to be good mm-hmm. so I got to be smart about it and be creative about it and be fair to myself and fair to my family and fair to my girl and you know fair to my little sister you know but it's the little things that are like really mean a lot seeing my nephew play baseball mm-hmm. sit there and just they're eight year olds they're a bunch of little asshole kids you know I love them it's incredible but of course we made a jersey for him and then I have to go to the press check and then we gotta ship them all <laughs> it's yeah. like everything becomes a project mm-hmm. you know I made that typeface that thing turned into a nightmare you gotta get a lawyer you gotta get an ELU I don't even know what's even EULA EL, I don't even know what it even means you gotta get one of those you gotta I could have told you before I know, I know. that's <laughs> what you guys all do here I know I know I know I know. <laughs> believe me the guys from Holland were like you can call us next time like, yeah 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 <laughs> but it's like I just made it yeah. I just made the damn thing and then it became a thing and it's so cool man because now people can download and stuff but if it never became a thing mm-hmm. It would have been okay. You know, it would have been okay. So I have others on ice. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't know if I'll ever even develop them. Mm-hmm. But I will. Because I want them to get out into the world. But it's like, I just don't want them to become this, like, by the way, this one's doing great now and you're paying this much more in tax. Mm-hmm. It's just like, fuck, you know. It's odd, you know. Something different. I have a story about uh, my computer. So I put uh, many stickers on my computer. Many people do this. And... To be honest, nobody gives a shit about your stickers on your computer. But there's one exception. My space shuttle sticker on a computer, everybody was asking me about this. What is it about? And um, <coughs> so this was really... And this sticker also stands for your design style, right? Yeah, kind I guess. Of. Yeah, sure. And um, I wonder, this this style, is this is this just how you are? Does it is it coming from your inside? Or is this even... Is there even a strategic approach behind your style? Like, did you see a gap in, in this? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think a lot of that stuff, I want to make things that I'm not allowed to make on the job. And to celebrate the space shuttle, the hope was when I made that sticker that it had the same respect of the era as when I first saw it mm-hmm. on the patches mm-hmm. and the things because we used to make things like that so boiled down Mm -hmm. and beautiful and I remember some of those things when I was a little boy and I don't think that's necessarily a retro thing or a throwback thing no it's a it's an economy of line it's economy of color it's um but that's so fucking cerebral throw all that out Mm -hmm. it was just fun to make and what do I remember about the shuttle the cargo doors Mm -hmm. floating above right now I was seven. That's the first time I ever saw Helvetica. That's why Helvetica's on that sticker. Mm-hmm. Because that's the first time I understood what like a modernist piece of type was. Mm-hmm. You know where else I saw that piece of type? On my Lego boxes. Mm-hmm. So these things were premium items to a kid from northern Michigan that didn't see that in his town. They were European. They were space age. That's what that means to me. Mm-hmm. It's a tribute. And the story behind that thing is when the, when the shuttle thing was decommissioned in 2011, one year before, one year before 2010, they had a, a contest. Anyone wants to submit a patch for our final patch, submit the patch. We're, this is our final space shuttle mission. And the day they picked it, 
a buddy sent me the link and said, why didn't you submit? And I said, I didn't even know about it. And that day, pissed off, I made that shuttle. Because <laughs> I was like, you fuckers, if I would have found one week before, this is what I would have made, you know. So the metaphor is to celebrate the things that you, you know, aspire to. Mm-hmm. That's what that thing is. The upward, you know, the space. What do we have now? Mm-hmm. Elon Musk, you know, is really yeah. kind of what we have. Um, which is fine. It's cool, too. Mar- going, going to Mars. Cool, cool. You know, because, you know, so many other things come out of, you know, so many other technologies and advancements come out of that stuff. But, you know, what's been so fun about that thing is people rip it off now. Mm-hmm. There's guys at NASA with it on their sweater. You know, they're wearing the T-shirts and the hats and the stickers and shit. It was a tribute. Mm-hmm. I don't own it. I just had some turds in Bucharest or Budapest. Budapest. Steal it. Mm-hmm. Tweak it. And put it in their commercial. That's against the law. Mm-hmm. Now i got to get a lawyer and go after him. And I don't even give it. I'm just going to put on my Instagram and say, fuck you guys. You know, or something. But anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of this stuff is like, you know. I want to make things that people can look at and go, oh, I want that on my laptop. Mm-hmm. How old are you? Uh, five years younger than you. 41. So 40, 49. 40. No, no, no. Uh, 39. Okay, 39. <laughs> But you remember the space shuttle when you were a little boy? Yeah, yeah. What did it mean to you as a boy in, in Germany? I mean, it meant USA? I don't know. Well, actually, <clears throat> sorry, uh, I was born in the eastern part of Germany. And we looked at uh, Soyuz <laughs> rockets. Yes, right. so. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> But of course. it's the same. It's the same. Totally. I mean, for as a little boy, you're looking at Soyuz. Right. Okay. It's amazing. Right. I can remember that wall. You know, it's not that long ago. When I walk around Germany here, it's. Not, I don't care about the fashion. I got to get some big white and black clothes. I got to get some big German. You know, it's funny Berlin clothes. But uh, uh, I'm not really even looking at the architecture. I'm always thinking about the history. And first is the wall. And of course, World War II. Heavy, heavy place, you know. And that's what I think about when I'm here. It's so much. It's not the design or speakermans or whatever, you know. But, you know, as a little boy, what did I have to aspire to? You know, I used to have stickers like that that were things for, you know, sports stars, football helmets, um, fish, you know the logo on the side of your fish tackle box. So to make these things, I don't know, you know, there's, it's, I don't want it to be too cerebral. I just want it to be, a, you know what's fun about that? There's nothing designy about it when a 10-year-old kid's like, I like space shuttles too. Mm-hmm. Then it's a toy. Done. That's really, I'm proud of that because it elicits something that we remember as kids, you know, and it elicits something that's like, you know, because like now people rip it off. And, and then I've made a bunch of fun new shit, you know, with like, I got a wedged grilled, you know, piece of sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's a piece that says grilled cheese sandwich and all the shit cheese dripping yeah, I saw that. Yeah, okay, well, you've seen it. You know, like make fun of myself mm-hmm. because, you know, it becomes this like chassis of how you, you know, I don't know. I just I want to make things I like, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to make things that people enjoy. If, they, if we want to buy a T-shirt, cool. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more than that, you know. I miss it. I miss the shuttle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There will be, you might have, No, you might Mars not. Rover uh, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mars yeah, Rover, yeah. Space, SpaceX. Or yeah. Maybe not. Um, since I'm a type guy, I have to ask you, what is the thing with, between you and Futura? What's going on with you two? <laughs> well, what's going on with us two? <laughs> It defied the Nazis. Mm-hmm. It was this modernist 
set of forms when you know uh, 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 fascism ruled and these guys used order and used beautiful geometry to tell a story. And but what I love about it, I love that history. But what I love about it the most, because of how functional Futura Bold is when it's this big. Or when it's on the side of a ration can, or maybe on the side of this thing here right now, it still would work. And it's that's why when when your dad got a lawnmower and got the instructions. Now maybe not where you were from, but for us, he got the instructions to teach you how to work your lawnmower and put it together. You a bowl, man. It fucking worked. It wasn't cool. It's a workhorse. It's functional. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I like it because, you know, it represents to me things that aren't pretty, mm-hmm. but still are beautiful mm-hmm. and really work, you know? And, you know, that's a little academic sounding. But, the, you know, the truth is, it's like, it wasn't cool, but what was cool about it was it worked on a ration can in the war, you know? And the ration cans would be floating in the water, and they'd be getting beat up, and that little typeface, the ink still stayed. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it can take a beating. We've got every kind of typeface here. I get it. It's beautiful. Elegant, modern, crisp, thick, thin, whatever. But there's just something unfuckwithable about that typeface. And that comes all the way back to a time when you couldn't mess with, you know, the Bahamas messed with things, you know, and it came out of this scary time and still works today there's just something magical about that you know when you see it in the Wes Anderson and shit sure or when I use it I just try to make it like field notes I've seen the real ones that used it because that was the only typeface they could get Mm. it's so perfect to me you know so I don't know hopefully that sounds like a good answer that's what's going on with me and Futura (laughs) You, I will tell you, I've been using heavy a lot lately. Yeah? Better so watch your back. Getting bolder. Branching out. <laughs> You've mentioned recently uh, in, an, in an interview that you absolutely reply to all inquiry, inquiries you receive. And I, I, I think you receive a lot. Yeah. Um, why do you think this is important? And wouldn't you be in a position to, to cherry pick the nuggets only? Yes. Like, I'm getting better at telling the kids who want me to answer five questions for them. I just can't do it, you know, because yeah. it just turns into an hour of my life. Mm-hmm. I would rather spend that hour, you know, I don't know, you know, whatever. But when it's heartfelt, when the kid's telling me he's a fan and he likes my style and he likes, you know, I helped him with this in some little indirect way, I'm going to reply to him and just tell him thank you. I'm a human, you know. Uh, you know, I wrote some of my heroes when I was a kid, and I didn't get written back. And, you know, it was weird. You're putting, you're bearing your soul. You know, you're putting it out there. And yet, I get the emails that are this long. Mm-hmm. And you, you, it, it's going to make me sound even more terrible. But I can kind of predict what it's going to say. Mm-hmm. I've read a lot of them. But I do find a couple little nuggets. It takes me a second to read it, and I just kind of say, "Hey, thank you. I'm, I'm I'm glad. I'm sorry you lost your dad, you know, or um, pay off your school loans, <laughs> or uh, you know, don't steal my space shuttle anymore, you know, whatever it's going to be, and mess with them a little bit and say thank you, and keep it going because 
I want them to see the truth that I am an accessible human, thankful to be doing any of this stuff and getting those emails, you know. But, you know, it does make me think because, you know, even this morning, like, what day is today? Saturday? Saturday. Today's Saturday. Yeah, okay. You know, even this morning when I got up, I had 35 emails from a Friday night. Like, what the hell? Who's sending emails on a Friday night in the States? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. showing up for me in the morning here. But I knocked them all out, and I'm back down to whatever the hell it was, and it's just part of the deal. A lot of that is just the persnickety, hey, when do we pick you up at the airport? Cool. Okay, this. Hey, here's the tracking number. It's all the mechanics of just having our life. But there were a couple kids that were saying from here, hey, I loved your presentation. I, didn't, I couldn't meet you because the, the queue was too long. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. Thank you. You're from Poland? Wow. My family's Polish. You know. So I, I just try to make time for that, you know. If a kid writes me, I want him to see that I'm a person. But sometimes what happens is then the kid thinks we're friends, and then he shows up at my shop, wants me to hire him, or you got to be careful, you know. Like like you did uh, at House Industries. Yes, I did. <laughs> Fuckers didn't hire me either. <laughs> I didn't ask him to, but they were sweet. We're still buddies to this day. I mean, they after they were like surprised. They were just like, "Why, why are you here?" Yeah. So I'm here to buy some fonts. Well, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys like, well, come on in. And they gave me a bunch of cool <laughs> shit. And I was such a fucking fan, you know. Mm-hmm. So same thing. When a kid comes to my shop, I make time for him. Mm-hmm. It's the least I can do to just, you know, uh, enjoy um, how weird that is and that I'm a person. And, and I, I, I was able to make a little bit of time for them because, you know, smarter people than me will say, You, your time is your time. Mm-hmm. You don't need to keep, you, you know, you know, but you know what? You know, all that merch I sell, mm-hmm. those are people. I got to thank them all the time. You know, I used to do handwritten notes for the first couple of years. That turned into like 20 handwritten notes a day. Mm-hmm. You just can't keep doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was a, it was really hard for me to make that jump. Mm-hmm. That I was afraid that it would turn people away, that it was too clerical. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's an email. But every now and again, I'll go put it. I'll put something in. You know, if Lee says, "Oh, this kid's a big fan," or just make time. I mean, what, what are we spending our time doing? Because if I got all that time back, what am I going to go do? Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be more work. Yeah, and you made time for me, which I really appreciate. So, hey, for a thousand euros, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so let's let's get you know, to it. Come to an end. Bill Speakerman for it. That song. Yeah, I'll ask him. <laughs> So my last question: uh, What's what's next for you? Ooh, what's next for me? Another book, another well, big merch thing. They want to do another book, but uh, I'd self-publish. Yeah, because those guys made a fucking a lot. They made a lot, and I made a nice chunk too. But I made this. Mm-hmm. They made that. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's publish it. No more of that shit. Next yeah. time I do it. I'm taking this and I'll, I'll put everyone in the fucking thing I'll send it my own it doesn't need to happen it's okay where it's at mm-hmm. it's, I'm okay with it this happened mm-hmm. I'm so proud of it you know it's a great book uh, thank you I'm so proud of it you know that's why you know I, I, I wonder I don't know if I put him in here you know old man speakerman over there I thought I put maybe I, maybe I did I don't know look at him there he is look at him Yeah. No, Eric Speakerman, we aren't hiring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quit calling me. Look at Huswick. He looks younger there. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, yeah he was only 84. Uh, you know, all these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
all these friends. I mean, you know, some of these guys are big stars and shit, but some of them are a little stars. You know, but I mean, but they're all. It's really cool to me, you know. And there's Milman. <laughs> well, uh, I get a letter from Debbie Milman. Aaron Draplin, your graphic design is done with you. Thank you, Debbie Milman. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Aaron. Uh, yeah. Make me second. sound smart. Make me sound smart. Yeah, I will edit it a little bit and then you sound even smarter than you did. Yeah, all right. Creative crew, please prepare for landing. Thank you for listening to Creative FM. Please keep your seatbelts fastened while we taxi to the gates. Feel free to leave your feedback under creative.fm, twitter.com forward slash Gabrovich, or simply via rating on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice.